It's your time to add up on the Edup Experience podcast, where we make education your business. Dr. Joe Salusto here with you again. We are, Elvin is actually sitting right next to me on my right-hand side. For those of you that don't know, Elvin and I have met only in person two times. The first time was in Doha, Qatar. After two years of running a business, the Edup Experience podcast, we met in Doha for the first time in person. And now here at Elusian Live in Denver, Colorado, it is our second all-time meeting. He's here. Elvin, say hi. Hi. <laughs> There's Elvin Freitas to let you know he's a real person. Uh, Elvin, of course, produces me. He puts people in front of me. He passes out cards. He does all the good ideas. I just get on the mic and blow smoke. Um, somebody that's not going to blow smoke today is my guest. Uh, literally, Elvin tracked him down and got him in. Here he is. His name is Mike Kochinski, and he is client engagement manager with Mongoose. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. What's up, Mike? Living the dream. I'm pumped to be on the Edda podcast. Well, we're pumped to have I you I woke here, up man. this morning, I had one goal, and it was to get on this podcast. And You've I did accomplished it. so much yes. then in your day. Yes. Um, in fact, you're going to walk away with an Edda mug. I know. I'm pumped. There's nothing like an Edda mug to brighten your day. Yes. Um, Mike, uh, oh, so Elvin's taking your picture literally as there we go. speak. We're going to talk about Mongoose. We want to know, first of all, a couple of questions. Let's start. For those that, uh, mm -hmm. that haven't heard of Mongoose, what is Mongoose? And the second question to that is, what are you guys doing here at Lucian? Yeah, so we are a higher ed engagement company. We have a we have a number of platforms. We have Cadence, which is our texting platform. So about 700, and 700 750 colleges and universities use us for recruiting. Amazing. Um, <laughs> use us for recruiting, use us for retention, fundraising all over the board. We have Harmony, which is a virtual assistant chatbot. And uh, we're about to announce our, uh, our live chat feature any day now, which is really cool. So you heard it here first. The limits of science and technology. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. So texting's a thing, Huge apparently. Thing. Yes. Um, and apparently it's a big thing for Gen Z. And what comes after Gen Z? Back to Alpha again? I or? don't know. But I, I will say it's interesting you bring that up, Joe. Because everybody thinks, oh, millennials, Gen Z, uh, you know, maybe Gen X. In fundraising in particular, we actually found that the classes of 1970 to 1979 have the highest response via text rate. 1970 yep. and 1979. Yeah, 279. No, 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 70 to 79. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I got you. See, I'm confused. Uh, this is why Elvin produces me. It's really important. <laughs> That's interesting. So so it's not what you think about texting, right. es essentially. Uh, but we all know how important texting is. Mm -hmm. We text. We text our families. We text our moms and our dads, and people text us. And sometimes we screen those texts, but we always <laughs> get them, and they're right. always there. How integrated is text messaging in outreach, in higher education, for retention outreach, for enrollment outreach, and then as a tool, you know, I know you said alumni engagement. Right. I mean, there must, there's different buckets of how you can use texting. Exactly. And is everybody using it the way they should? Most are using it the right way. Um, you know, I, I blew off your question earlier about why are we at uh, Aleutian Live? And, and that's, you know, why we're here is we integrate with systems like uh, Recruit, Banner, um, you know, Slate, Salesforce, um, Razor's Edge whatever the case might be. And, and what we do is we take the data from those systems and we help colleges and universities reach the right, right people with the right message at the right time. What is the right time? Well, it, it depends. So uh, sometimes it is it can be triggered. Uh, so we were talking to an institution in the Chicagoland area that brought up the idea of when a student misses five classes, 
they want to text that student, which totally possible. Not something we see a lot of, but you could do it. I think that's a brilliant new use case that I want to see more schools do. Um, giving days are huge in annual giving. Uh, giving Tuesday, another example of that in enrollment management that is reminding people about financial aid, paperwork, missing application data, information like that. Yeah, of course, you can text out an application if you have a nice totally. mobile-friendly application. Mm -hmm. So um, what about, because you guys are here, you're Lucian, you can integrate with systems. Obviously, Lucian does a lot of SAS work mm -hmm. and uh, as a retention tool. How have schools been using texting to get students back in school that have disappeared due to the pandemic, which there are many? Yes, not enough, uh, to be honest with you. We've, we've seen, uh, in particular, community colleges, are using us for uh, for stopouts uh, for stopout students. So we see some of that, but yeah, there there needs to be probably more work in retention and bringing students back and you know finding those pain points. Uh, a lot of times institutions are doing that through you know vaccine waivers or vaccine yeah. status things like that. But you know it's not just the you know physically getting a, you know the poke or not. It's you know the emotional toll. It's the financial toll that the the pandemic had on people. That is a hurdle as well. Do you ever have schools where you meet with and they don't want to text or they want limited texting or they, you, do you still have to sell the value of texting? It's very interesting. So when, when I started at Mongoose about uh, almost five years ago, texting was very new to higher education. We had a lot of that. What is happening now is if we get pushback, it is typically, at least in, in terms of the medium of texting, there's lots of ways you can push back. Right. But um Typically what we hear is, well, I want to broadcast this out to my students. And to me, it always scares me because this is a this is an industry where we're educating people, we're helping people. It's a it's a relationship business. It really is. Yep. And so, you know, telling your students, hey, like we we just want to send you information. Like an emergency broadcast, we're just gonna beep, beep, beep right. once but and then not, that's it. But not, you know, there there's a place for that. Like mm -hmm. that makes total sense. Yep. You know, just sending out to uh, 2,500 students, hey, we're missing your, your information. Uh, I, I don't see. know. We're missing your registration. But don't text us back. That scares me. Uh, working with the school. Like you, you really yep. should engage with your students and say, okay, well, what are these hurdles, you know, and how can we help you, you know, get around them? And, you know, a lot of times, yeah, there's policies, there's holds. Again, the human industry, this is things get wiped out. Uh, people talk like, Things can be done. You can make payment plans with students. You can, um, you know, write them into classes. Things can be done to help students. What would you say to a school that just refused to text? Wow, uh, you're you're getting left behind uh, by most of the industry. I mean, we've got. 700. I, had a, I had to censor a few words in there. <laughs> we, you know, we've got 700 to 750 uh, institutions we work with. Um, you know, I would imagine our competitors aren't terribly far behind us. A lot of people are texting out of their CRMs. They, they, you should be using the medium of texting. Um, I think the key with working with us and frankly, other vendors who, who do what we do is a lot of times the CRM folks might not understand the intricacies of the carriers and what they like to see in a text message. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think working, I, you know, I work for Mongoose, I'm biased, but I think working with us or again, even one of our competitors, we understand that you know this message is probably going to get blocked by a carrier because it says X Y Z. So if you if you choose to text, first of all, do it. Um, second of all, uh, really understand the medium and work with somebody who who does. If you don't, yeah, no, that's a good point because what and I'm going through this at my institution right now too is what is a multi-layered outbound contact strategy? Right, not just 
one thing or the other thing? How do you create a cadence? How, which technology should you use and when? How do you test it? And right. then if it's not working the way you want, how do you then pick a different day or a different time period to retest it to see what engagement rates look like? Right. It's a science. It's not. It's literally not just to slap something together. How right. do you use texting as a, as a part of that science? And you can A-B test, right? A-B exactly. test. You can use control groups. You can do all sorts of things. Do you guys do a lot of that and a lot of that tracking within systems? So can you tell open rates? Can you, how does the tracking work and the data? Yeah. What does the data so tell So it's you? interesting. In America, we don't have open rates on text because we have not adopted rich communication services, RCS, yet in the U.S. as a standard. But when that comes in, I would imagine companies like us will be at the right forefront of that. But um, we know the lowest stat I've ever seen for, for text open rates is about 88%. Some have said as high as 98%. Of text, we uh, everybody opens the text, but when yes, they, what, the what they do with it is yeah. well. And it's interesting, Joe. Depending on the text you're doing, you might want to trigger responses from people because there are text where it's you know like, hey, I want to know why you're missing classes. There are texts you send out where you're like, hey, just so you know, this deadline's coming up. If you have any questions, let me know. But you're good. You know, right. here's the link. Do it. So it all depends on the call to action on there. But um, in terms of tracking, there's a number of tools we have available to us, so we can look at response rate. And it's interesting. We've evolved as a company. We used to really look at response rate as a as a key performance indicator. It really depends on the use case and what you're doing, right? So if you are in enrollment and you have uh, 90% of your students are, are texting you back and, and there's a good response rate, but you know you miss your enrollment goal by 90%, like the, the, the president, the right. provost, they're not going to care, right? So it all depends on what you're doing. So like I said, there are texts where you do want that response rate. You want that ongoing engagement. There are texts where it's like, hey, this event's coming up, just an FYI. Uh, if you can't make it, fine. Uh, you know, Or, hey, this deadline's coming up, just as an FYI. But there are ones where you do want that more one-to-one. Uh, yeah. And to your point, a lot of times it's overall lift, right? And texts help you with overall lift. It's, you know, if you send out a bulk text and say application deadline coming up and your applications go up, that's great. What your melt is later, that's right. totally for you to manage. You could also send them individually and say, hey, if you go and you make a deposit or you enroll now, XYZ will happen. You have to measure those those lifts. Uh, right. Without text message, I think you're bound to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and how you read is realized that I think a lot of institutions have implemented text. How much of it is the question? Right. Is there upside for Mongoose? Like, is oh, you know, yes. with your current clientele to say, hey guys, if you just did these things, are there best practices that you share? Give me some of those practical best practices, as if if you can think of it. Yeah. So we, I don't like calling it the enrollment funnel. We'll call it the enrollment cycle. But you, you know, you brought up moving people to application, deposit, melt, right? right? So, undergraduate admissions, your admissions counselors, admissions advisors, whatever nomenclature you prefer, you know, they're going to send out texts saying, "Hey, I'm going to visit Mike Kuczynski High School," and uh, you know, "Hey, if you're around, we'd love I don't to know how you. the education is there at that high school." Mike. <laughs> A lot of Polish language learning <laughs> there, but uh, yeah, so you visit those, uh, you know, those schools, and then you remind those students about application deadlines, and then. You know, you you may or may not text them that, hey, congratulations, you've been accepted, depending on the student profile, things like that. Um, you might follow up with them with financial aid, but then orientation might come in. Or you might have a group of current students that comes in and says, hey, uh, we want to text very candidly about the student experience here so you know what you're getting yep. into. So really good institutions, they take that away from admissions. And admissions says, okay, we're going to focus on, you know, the next thing. And orientation and student life, uh, welcome centers, whatever the case might be at the campus, 
they've got students actually doing that outreach or they've got orientation people reminding people about housing deadlines or about orientation deadlines and things that students need to do before they get there. And the best schools have figured out that you get your orientation leaders and staffers to do that. Mm -hmm. So then when you come to campus and you meet those people, it's like, oh, I just met yep. this person and I've been texting with, like you mentioned, uh, you know, your experience meeting in Doha. Yeah. Um, you know, that like that's a really powerful and really cool experience to to meet somebody for the first time. Yeah, it was a, it was a, a pleasure for Elvin to meet me. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, it was an absolute pleasure for him to meet me. There he is right yeah, now. He's actually taking video of us while we podcast. Wow. Uh, this is called Multi-Layered. And yes. you know what? We're going to text. Good. We'll text you. I hope uh, so. So uh, talk to me about the future of Mongoose. Where is the company going? What's what's happening in the future? Do you have any product development, things in product development? Give me the, the yeah. future. So uh, I'll be honest, if I start talking too much, there will be a bunch of like red laser dots on me and they'll, you know, uh, I'll get pulled away by somebody and probably <laughs> never seen again. But um, I, have, I, have, I have this for that. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, it's been nice knowing you. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, we, is coming to get you. Yes, right. So we've got the we've got the live chat uh, that will be coming out soon, uh, which is huge for us. But I think the biggest thing is figuring out. Uh, I like the terminology of layers and figuring out. Okay, where is there cross collaboration across multiple departments on campus? Yep. And figuring out ways for the coach in athletics to also text and the admissions counselor text and to make it all very seamless and reportable. Um, I would say that outcome reporting we'll call it um would probably be something you would see in the in the later future but um yeah we're really at the cusp of all this and this is partly why we come to these conferences is um you know obviously we want to be in front of prospective clients or current clients but um we learn so much and we think like oh that's a really good idea our work in advancement advancement is our fastest growing area a lot of that was driven by covid covid was an accelerant yeah because you couldn't have events on campus uh so schools were saying well what are all the other ways we can engage people in texting uh, you know rose to the forefront right. of that but um you know that came from us going to conferences in 2017 and 2018 saying yeah why aren't schools texting to fundraise um, so, you know, these, these, I, I want to say this is a, this is a ed up exclusive. Um, I want to see more division one institutions texting in fundraising and fan engagement. There mm. is so much money in that space. And I think it's an area where athletics yeah. is, uh, is leaving that behind and they could do a lot more. Wow. Well, there you go. There's the, we're going to leave you guys with that. If you wanted to take away from Mike Kochinski, I got to get his <laughs> last name, a Salust, I'm a Salustio, so Kochinski's yes. up there. Yeah. Um, that, that would be the big takeaway, the institutions in, in sports, fan, and alumni engagement. Is that, is that what you, the way Huge. you said it? Yes, but all engagement really across yeah. the board, but yes. Well, uh, well said, Mike. We appreciate you coming on the EdUp Experience. How was your, uh, how did you like the EdUp Ed Experience? It. Yeah, liked I, it? The, the seat was not hot, you know. You made uh, it hot. felt very comfortable. <laughs> I spit fire, right? You, you do. Well, well, you say you can say that again. And Fire. I'll have a button <laughs> for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, his name is Mike Kaczynski. He's the Client Engagement Manager at Mongoose. And it has been a pleasure hosting him on the EdUp Experience podcast. Mike, did you have a good time? I had a great time. We got to uh, swap. So we got to have you on oh, our yeah. stuff. We would love to. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you just add up.